Whatever you're doing, stop. Just, just stop. <laughs> Pay attention to this and this only. Trust me, it'll be the best decision you have ever made. If not, let me know. It's a money back guarantee. Oh. Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwando alongside the living legend. We are that much closer to summer, which means you heat up. The track scene heats up. And when we got Dennis Brown, that's just like the icing on the cake. Why do I feel like I'm at home? Why oh. Do feel, why do I feel like I'm in the, I'm so in now, the backyard? So now, if you are, what's your <laughs> drink of choice? Um, you notice it, I said well, drink. It's, 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 it's morning. I'll have, I'm going to have some tea. Tea? Okay. Yeah. But if it was evening? Um, if, I'm, if it was evening, you know what? I would have some aged tequila or aged rum with a nice Cuban cigar. Wow. See, I'm easy. Just give me a, know, a palm bay or something. I'm, I'm rum good. and coke? Rum, oh, yeah. Actually, you know what I like? Dark rum. Dark rum with orange juice and cranberry. Oh, my God. You have aged rum that you that you spoil with orange juice, dude? That's yeah, I know. I know. See, that's uh, I'm just not I can't, a, I'm not, you know not what? a okay. drinker. I'm going to... You know what? I have some... I have an Eldorado 25. I have a... Is that a car? I see. There you go. You wouldn't even know that. Okay. 25-year-old... Yeah, I'm way outside my league here. 25-year-old Eldorado. I actually have a 50-year-old... Bottle of 50-year-old Appleton that at some point... Uh, you will, you will actually... That. And by the way, by the way, hold on. Yeah. If I give you an Eldorado 25 and you or an Appleton 50 and you dare to put anything in it, even an ice cube, we'll never talk again. Well, I should know because <laughs> we went for dinner that night uh. and to your right, inside, I, I don't even know what you call it, where uh, they keep all the wine. Uh, wine cellar, man. Dungeon. Just, okay. I was going to give it some elaborate... Yeah, well, I mean, a lavish it, name, but well, okay. it's, it's the biggest wine yeah. cellar in the country. Yeah. Okay, right. and there was a forty thousand dollar bottle in there. Yeah, for sure. That that's I didn't even want to look at in case it fell on the ground. That, that, that that's a normal thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good. Thing. Rolling with you is just on a different level, <laughs> and that's what this podcast does as well. So we appreciate you being a part of it. You know the drill: like, follow, download, subscribe. Yeah, just be a part of it. Come on up. We are taking you. Around the world on this edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things. Hengelo, Montreux, Kingston, Florence, Poland, maybe even tossing a bit of Gutsis as well. Yeah, well, Gutsis. Oh, and Poland. Yeah. You, you see yeah, Poland? Yeah, Poland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I mean, and, and every week, you know, it, first of all, great to see you, Jason. Yeah, Mike. you as well, man. Um, you know, and, and, and I think it's amazing that, that, that we get to do this and we get to, you know, obviously get to share some. Uh, great uh, sports, especially track news um, to our audience. Uh, but I always like every week. I'm, you know, for those kids out there who are who 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 has aspirations to be professional track athletes, um, you know, Olympians, Olympic champions, world champions, whatever. I think it's awesome that we can name the three or four or five plus 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 exotic places that you get to travel. You get to meet incredible fans around the world. Uh, you get to make money, uh, you know, doing, doing basically you're, you're a child's play. You're running or you're throwing something or you're jumping over something. Um, you know, so again, it's amazing. Great to see you and, and good to be back. And, and, and yeah, it's great to, to chat about the results of the, um, you know, the, the world championships coming up. We're about 10 weeks away. Ooh. And um, yeah, we get to talk about where, where the people are, where these athletes are and, 
you know, give them give them some sort of assessment, and, and then uh, you know, as we as we travel down the journey uh, to Budapest. Man, we have a lot of ground to cover. So uh, yes, let's you, do it. You tied on? Yeah, man, I'm good. All right, let's begin with our race of the week, which takes us to the National Stadium. Give thanks, by the way, in Jamaica, Racers Grand Prix, where this lady put on her running shoes. Off they go. Very good start by Sharika Jackson. Kemba Nelson is running well on the inside as well. Sharika Jackson kicks into another gear. Goes away in imperious fashion. The World Championship silver medalist and the Olympic bronze medalist comes home in 10.78 seconds. If the win reading is correct, that would be her new season's best. Yeah, it's correct. And everything you just said, my man, is valid. Now... The world leading time for Shakira Richardson is 10.76. And for her to do that, I, I'm just blown away because I still think of her as a two-runner. I know she's good at the one, but she just obliterated that field. Well, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Sharika started the year running a quarter, which was what her standard, that's how she started in, mm-hmm. in, in the sport. She was a uh, basically a speed endurance athlete, which is two and four. Uh, and you know what? Uh, this is expected, Jason. Um, we had the conversation, and we're talking about the the race between her and Shikari, and and of of course Shikari has been just been on fire this year. I mean, you know, awesome. But you saw that I saw, anyways, that 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 Sharika certainly was coming off uh, base training, foundation training, and uh, and you saw that you know she was uh, she probably thought, hey, you know, let me kind of. Go through the motions uh, and and um, you know and lose to Shikari. Now that's going to be a great race when the two of them meet again. But I'm saying to you now that with ten weeks to go, people, you're going to see some great times because there's going to be athletes that are competing over the next four weeks, uh, but they're going to be tapering, which simply means that they're going to prepare themselves to ensure that their body is at its maximum over the next short time. So Jason, for the next, for the next 10 weeks, it's going to be amazing. But for the next four weeks, uh, put on your seatbelts, bro, because it's going to be, it's going to be amazing to see some of the results that, uh, that we're going to see coming off the track. Wow. That, that's all I got to say in a word. Wow. Now it's been about, I don't know, 10 seconds since we've played the race. It, it felt like it was that far back to Anthony strong of the Bahamas who was second and then uh, Shashley Forbes of Jamaica was third. But um, to me, forget about the time, physically, the way Sharika looked. And, of course, she's right. the reigning half-lap champion. Right. But if I'm anybody on the one side, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. Dude, but hang on here. Just I, I mean, I know that, that we're focused on her and, and the deuce. First of all, she's bigger and stronger than all these girls. Let's mm-hmm. just get that straight. Right? And, and, and the fact is that um, she's also <laughs> a bronze medalist in the 100. So, so I'm saying to you that, 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 that the, 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 you know, the work that she's putting in, the speed that she's showing right now, the race that she's running right now, it's, 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 it's not surprising to me. Like she, she had, um, you know, an amazing race with quality people. You know, I'm just saying if, if, if Kemba is fourth or fifth, whatever she was in that race, I mean, it, Antonique Strong, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a strong they, she has amazing at this point uh she 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 is right on point i mean i'm dying to see again you know what's happening with elaine thompson and what's happening 
uh, with Shelly Ann. I mean, hopefully uh, her injury uh, is is uh, is better from from uh, when she was in Kenya. Uh, but I'm telling you, I think that uh, Sharika, as you said, Jason, I'm going to agree with you. She's going to, there's going to be some surprises because she's obviously bigger and stronger, which simply, which should equate to faster. And, uh, and, and you can see also technically um, how she's working on her transition. You saw the very first race when Shikari beat her. You saw her, uh, her first 30 was, uh, you know, it was what a 400 meter um, athlete would, would see. You, you come getting out the blocks, you know, getting up to top speed and, and taking it home. That was what, what, what it looked like in Jamaica. And, and, and I actually forgot to mention Jason, this was rain delayed. So the track was like soaking wet. A lot of times, uh, by the way, tracks are faster when it, when it's wet, but I'm saying to you that when you warm up and there's a delay, sometimes you're not really at your best. Because, you know, it's kind of like, oh, let me just go through the motions. But Sharika, man, you know what? She looks good in the rain in Jamaica. Man, it's going to be good. And just quickly, before we move on to the guys, in terms of Jamaica with the girls, I mean, Shelly Ann's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Elaine, we, we don't even know where she is. Right. Right now, it, it, this is Sharika's world. 100%. I mean, it's Sharika and the young ones. Right? I mean, it's, it's you know... Brianna is not doing so. I mean, not doing so. She's not on yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the change of scenery and change of coach in Jamaica. Um, you know, I thought that she was going to be one of the one of the young ladies that were going to be up and ready to go this year. Um, you know, but not. But a lot of the. I mean, you know, Alana. You know, this. Oh yeah. All, all of the young ones are are are, are there. So we, Sharika Ch- Ch- definitely is 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 the person now. She's holding the mantle right now, right, and 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 um, and doing great things. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, forget about the time. It's the way she did it. Forget about the time. It's 1078. That, <laughs> it could have been 1098. It's the way she did it. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. You're right. Yeah. She, it's not like she obliterated the field and ran 11 seconds. Okay. Right. So you thought that was impressive. Listen to what Noah Lyles did running the half lap. Set off they go. Very very good start by Lyles. Rashid Dwar is there as well. Noah Lyles, fabulous transition into the straightaway. He looks good. Zarnell Hughes is running a big race as well. But Noah Lyles steps on the accelerator. The two-time world champion is imperious, unstoppable, and unbeatable here. 19.68. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you can actually make it 19.67 right. with a minuscule .3 win. By the way, uh, the ladies' win was 1.6, so... Uh, Legal. Um, Lyles, my goodness. So he goes 19.67. Zarnell Hughes, way back in second, goes 2014. So so I'll start with second place. So Zarnell Hughes um, went to high school in Jamaica and, and uh, big, mm-hmm. strong guy. His, his stature um, is, is, is much like Bolt, tall kid, um, you know, and there's much that's expected of him. But yeah, Noah Lyles put on a masterclass. Uh, you know, it is you know his first, his first he, like he caught. I mean, he made up the stagger on the on on the on on the on who was the kid that was in front of him. Anyways, either way, he made up the stagger in like two strides. Right, right. I mean, so and he murdered him like off the corner. Like it, it you know, it was a masterclass uh, for the kids in exactly how it is that you're supposed to run. The deuce. Right. You know, I think coming, it was Rashid, if I wasn't mistaken. I mean, Dwyer. Right. Okay, but, go ahead. But I said, coming off, 
coming off the corner, right, and lifting and relaxing going home, man. 19-6, he looks like he's, like, he looks like the world championships, might as well you hand him the medal right now. Like, it looks that way. No, you're I mean, right. I mean, it looks that way. I mean, I'm definitely impressed uh, because the, the great thing about Noel Laws is that he's, He's walking the walk and he's talking the talk. And, 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 and you know what, what's awesome actually about, about him? Uh, he went to Jamaica and gave them love, which means, oh, yeah. that, which means that he's going to have love for the, he's going to have love for the rest of his life. Cause you know, um, as a culture, as a culture, uh, you know, we are very patriotic um, to our own, but where anytime any foreigners show love, uh, then uh, they're gonna get love back, and and No Laws did that. Nineteen six in Jamaica, stadium record, meet record. Uh, yeah, he's uh, and and he's he, dude. He's on his way. Worlds is gonna be very interesting. Actually, you know what's gonna be even more interesting, Jason? The U.S. trials. Oh so yeah, the U.S. trials yeah. is gonna be very, 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 very interesting. Uh, although I think Laws gets a bye. That wouldn't surprise me. Lyles wins over Hughes. Dwyer was third. The Canadian, Brendan Rodney, was fourth. On the guy's side, going 100 meters, Christian Coleman was the winner, 10-0-3. But what I found to be even more interesting was the fact that he wanted to talk about the fine dining in Jamaica. <laughs> it was pretty good, man. I had some jerk chicken. Um, I just, I just went plain Jane, man. I went plain. Whoa. I'm not too, I'm not uh too well versed in all the sauces and everything that you're saying. One thing I did try, I think it's uh, uh, what is it? Great, uh, bread, breadfruit? Is that what it's called? Breadfruit. I, I, yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was something new. I, I tried. I had never had it before. So, so, <laughs> I'm telling you what. Now, if they get word. Uh-oh. Wind of this Jamaican secret, yam, banana, <laughs> dumpling, dashing, cocoa. The Americans get a taste of this now. I don't know, man. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> well, fine. We'll get to the race in a second. Well, okay. Number one, um, Christian is from Atlanta. Right. right? Chris, actually, Christian was taught by my cousin, Brian Ashley, actually. Oh, wow. Right. Yes, okay. in Atlanta. Um, so here's the thing. Christian... I mean, I'm very certain we'll get you some great Jamaican restaurants in Atlanta. There's a bunch of them down there. Right. You have discovered jerk chicken and the breadfruit and all that. Yes, I'm very certain you're going to discover some more <laughs> really good stuff that's nutritious for you. Um, I'm looking forward to him and, and what he's going to do also at trials. Yeah. I mean, I, again, you, you know, I, I've, I've said this to you, Jason. Like Christian, Christian and Fred Curley are two of the guys that I really think that are guys that could have been around when when I when I was competing. Uh and and they just look like old school guys who just go out, get the business done. But obviously, uh there's a lighter side to both of them. And as Kristen Kristen is there talking about Kristen's talking about the food. Uh in the hundred meters, uh what I'm liking again is this. A lot of talk about Oblique Seville and um uh Blake and Akeem Blake. Akeem Blake, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, Kadrian Golson was right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, man, that the fact that you have two young Jamaicans, Oblique Seville and Akeem Blake, real there's a there's a new realization from the rest of the Jamaican males that they need to catch up to the females, that they just need to catch up. 
And ultimately, that's that was a great race for Cadrian uh, with with uh, with Coleman. I mean, I mm-hmm. I like what I saw. Uh, you know, ten oh five to ten oh eight. Yes, ten oh three to ten oh three to ten oh eight. Yeah, dude, I, I I think it's amazing. I mean, you know, when you think about bright future, I'm still looking forward to 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 how the year moves on. I'm looking forward to seeing meets every week, seeing results. But the fact that Cadrian never heard of him really. I mean, he hasn't done something significant. And you've got the world champion beside you, that one of the fastest human beings on the planet today. And and you're at home and you showed up. That's fantastic, man. Congratulations. Congratulations to both kids, actually. Yep. Archibald out of Guyana was third in 10-23. Other results, uh, uh, Wade Van Niekirk winning uh, the full lap. Great for him, by the way. Barnes, Jamaica was second. McDonald, Jamaica was third. Yeah, great, so. great, great to see Van Niekirk coming back after his mm-hmm. um, uh, ACL. Um, injury and um, he's the world record holder in the 400 meters. I want to see him come back. I want to see him do some great things in Budapest. I mean, he clear he's trained in Jamaica before, so it's 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 like home for him. And uh, no, again, amazing man, love it. Reigning world champ Sharika Jackson, though stealing all the headlines there in terms of that race's competition. Okay, let's go off to Italy now. Talk mm-hmm. a little Wanda because you mentioned the name Fred Curley. Uh, Fred continues to put his stamp. On the 100, here's what he did at the Golden Gala. Long hold that. Pretty good start there from Curly. Not such a good start from Zimbine. Going well at the moment is Blake over the far side. But here comes Curly. 400 meter man getting stronger and stronger as the line approaches. And he pulls away to a win by about a meter and a half. Curly there. 9.93. Rounded up to 9.94 officially. Uh, nowhere near the meeting mark of 975 set by Justin Gatlin back in 2015, but still, time sometimes is irrelevant. Well, it is. It, well, this, yeah, in the, it, like it's it's not. You're ten weeks out, bro. It, it's, right. It, it's and 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 there's one thing that I did as an athlete. There's one thing that I preach. Uh, you don't need to win every race, but Freddie is in a different stratosphere right now. Extremely confident, speaking the walk and the walk and talk the talk. Yes. I mean, he's doing it. Um, you know, uh, I guess we're still waiting to see Marcel Jacobs. Uh, Jason's going to frown his face. Uh, but you know what? This is a quality field that he beat also. You know, uh, you know what? The, the, the person that surprised me uh, in this race, Marvin Bracey, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and um, you, know, you know, as I watch, when I'm reminded and then I go and watch, rewatch, the, the world championships from, 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 from Oregon, you know, it was Marvin's race to lose. I get it. I understand. Uh, it, it, it was a situation. Sm- slight mistake was made. Uh, but maybe Marvin right now is playing possum. Uh, you know, possum. You know, so at the end of the day, it, it, you know, it, he surprised me. But again, it's still very early. As long as he didn't get hurt, uh, you know, then I expect really, really good things from him. But, you know, Fred, man, Fred, Fred did amazing things. The person I was actually watching, Jason, I mean, I knew Fred was going to do what Fred was going to do. Right. But it was Cicerelli. And Cicerelli ran 6'4", six, six, sub 6'5", six, indoors. Mm-hmm. You know, so the expectations of that is, is that he's capable of running uh, sub 10, right? I mean, the fact that he did a personal best, it was his first race of the year. He ran 10-13 or 10-12. You know, that's, that's okay. That's okay. I expected him... If he ran the same race that he ran indoors, I expected him to actually be ahead of the entire field. I thought that I thought that the race that I would see 
would be would have been between Bromel and Cicerelli at like the 30 to 40 meter mark. So it's almost like uh, catch me if you can. And, and no Amanyala? No, no, Amanyala is not a 640 indoor guy. Okay. But Amanyala is going to power you down, man. I mean, I mean, you and I talk about Amanyala too, a big fan. And again, the the fact is a big Kenyan African guy is dominating the in the in in the in the in the power sprint events is amazing. I mean, again, I expected Fred to win. I expected Amanyala to be close and and Sambini to be close. That's that's just kind of how I saw it. I'm just I'm just talk, like I, I Bracy. I thought uh, would have been better, but I thought that Cicerelli and, and Bromel would have actually played a role in the first fifty or sixty meters more than they did. It's obvious again that a lot of these guys are probably working on transition. Uh, a lot of these guys are just oh, just working on smoothly, tra- you know, executing smoothly executing races because everything from now going forward is is perfecting your race and tapering. I just expected more of the guys that I mentioned, but the re- as far as the results concerned, Fred. Sambini, Amanyali, no, that's, that's, that, that's, to me, that's just a normal thing. After the race, Curly talked about uh, the somewhat slow times he's had to start 2023 and who he, think is, is, uh, who he thinks is his biggest opposition this year. Only person could beat me and myself. That's the first and most thing. And the more I've been consistent with my ability, I only can lose myself. So it's all about staying within myself and being consistent with what I do. Like the time's gonna come when when peak season uh, comes. It's not it's not peak season. It's just getting the races underneath the belt and being more fluent and getting the preseason out the way and being consistent with what I've been doing. There must be a 100 meter script out there because you just said the exact same thing. That he reiterated. Dude, but I'm just saying to you that any athlete out there that's focused on another athlete. I agree. Um, yeah. par- just park your shoes. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk around the block. Hang it up. I mean, you know, ultimately, Fred said every single thing there that every athlete should repeat to themselves every single day. Um, it really is about uh, the work you put in every day uh, and, 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 and uh, the lack of mistakes that you make during competition. Fred is 100% correct. It's completely about him. It's completely about his race. It's completely about his own execution. It's completely about his coach and his team and how they prepare him and how he prepares himself. I mean, it's 100% about that. That's what's really good about, like, you know, the world of, of, of track and field. At no point whatsoever um, do you need to worry about what how someone else is doing something. You know what? I think that, at times, what I've done is look at someone's race. Just look at where their weaknesses might be. Not not look at it because I don't. I never reviewed tapes. What I would do is think about my personal strength within a race and see when it, when it, when it is that I can shift or adjust my race to to adjust to the, to the surroundings. And and uh, what Fred is speaking about is correct. And 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 Jason, we talked about you know Marvin and a couple of the other a couple of the other athletes that are competing, a couple of ladies. Men, men's and women's that are competing. You know, a lot of them really are, I think, going through this process that Fred is talking about, which is perfecting their craft, knowing that the clock is ticking and we are 10 weeks away. Fred wins over Ferdinand and Trayvon. That the 100 meters, the 200 for the guys. Arian Knight wins over Jareem Richards of Trinidad. Aaron Brown of Canada was third. Well, you know what? Um, come on, that's Arian Knighton is 
oh man, he's like he just seems like he's a one of one. Kid's eighteen years old, uh, running nineteen eight, looking very smooth. Again, you know, you have <laughs> you have no allows. And, and and you have Aaron Knighton. That's going to be real interesting to see when they when they line up again in the deuce at the at the at the at the trials, U.S. trials. That's going to be interesting. I mean, I want to see that more so than the World Championships. They're on the same team when they get to uh, Budapest. I think it's going to be very interesting. And Aaron uh, is is limitless. I mean, this kid he he ran what he ran nineteen four nineteen five. I mean, yeah, he he's gonna do some spectacular things, and and he also beat a very very good field, you know. So I'm looking forward to see what's gonna happen with him. Bouncing back was uh, Grant Holloway. We should mention that winning the men's 110 hurdles yeah. on the ladies' side now. Uh, well, the time wasn't that impressive, ten nine seven, but still, Marie Jose Talu was back. Cause don't forget, she competed. Uh, and the last meet pulled out of the final, but uh, she shows up here in the final and wins. Yeah, she was in LA and she pulled out, yeah. but she won her heat. She won her heat right. flying, running away. And uh, you know what? It's really about execution. And for those people who are watching, um, like the, the the world of track and field, uh, Maria Tulu is one of the. I mean, I always say this about uh, Shelly Ann. Clearly, Shelly Ann is is also in a different league. Um, you know, with all the titles that she's had, but Maria Tulu is one of those uh, ladies that has that has has to execute. She comes out of the blocks, uh, m- probably one of the most consistent. Chelyanne, you know, they, they're all in that category. But Talu comes out of the blocks, and is probably one of the best and most consistent athletes. She certainly is. Uh, she's a she's a veteran. And is is going to do some good things, Jason. She, again, you talk about a quality field, bro. That's that that's a huge win for her this time of year going into Budapest, and she's going to do some things. And again, you can see all of the athletes tapering now. You can see all the ladies, all the men. Good things coming in track. I know you're all about the sprinting, but we got to give this lady some love because she was able to do something that nobody in the history of the fifteen hundred on the women's side is able to do. And she comes in the final stride, and that green light, which is 3.51.15 pace, is also losing a race with Kipnagon off the final turn, less than 100 to go. Everybody on their feet here. The world record is 3.50.07. Faith Kipnagon, the greatest of all time, is now the fastest of all time. World record. She's awesome. She's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I realize sprinting is what it's all about. They get the glory. They get ah. the glamour. I get it, but you don't break a world record every day. Well, you know what? She she is the greatest of all time. Now she's the fastest of all time. I mean, we always joke about we always joke about um, you know all the runners. I mean, clearly it's there's a huge difference between sprinters and runners. But we always talk about all the runners uh, from Kenya or Africa for that matter. And um, amazing athletes. And we always say, you know what? You, this is a source of transportation for them. It doesn't even matter. The issue that she didn't, you know, I was watching the end of the race and the issue that her interview after, she said, I did not know I was running that fast. That's now, crazy. No, when you get into that, 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 that kind of zone, 
And when you get into that kind of rhythm and that you don't even know that you're doing something that no other human being in the history of the world's ever done, that is, abs- as you said, Jason, that is absolutely special, man. I, I think that, um, again, she deserves all all the credit in the world. I hope she has a massive bonus on her contract. I hope the IAF and IOC give her something special. I hope the the country, you know, gives her something special. But yeah, this is, uh, to to be a world record holder, it does cement the fact that you're now the GOAT. Dibaba's old record was 350.07. She went 349.11. So she didn't just beat it, she smashed it. So congratulations. That is awesome. Yeah, congratulations. And, and I know you're not big for anything past the 100. No, dude, listen, <laughs> I did. I, I spoke. I mean, I don't know how, like, I, you know, I, I can definitely give you her technical skills for the last 100 meters. But yes. It's, but it's absolutely irrelevant. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was that. outrunning the light. That's, how you, that's no, how you know she's going on a good clip, right? Absolutely. But yeah. I, again, you, you watch the race. I mean, I obviously for me, I'm all really all about the, <clears throat> the speed and power. But come on, man. I mean, you're watching an athlete like this doing something that no other like I like to watch things and 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 observe things that no human being have done before and it doesn't really matter what it is so yes right this is something that um I, I mean I'm, I'm if I if I'm watching the steeplechase if I'm watching the mile or marathon definitely like to see someone doing something superhuman and this is obviously superhuman looking forward to her to see if that she, if she's going to repeat this in Budapest also at the same meet in Florence, Italy, on the women's side, 400 hurdles, Femke Bull, uh, the Dutch superstar, just doing what she always does. She's able to win there. But she wasn't done. She then went back to her native land and was part of an event at Hengelo, and uh, here's what happened. But it's Bull by probably three or four meters coming into the home straight as the stagger unwinds in her favor. Just got the approach to that hurdle wrong. But manages to steady herself all on in the chase for second place. Nell of South Africa in lane three is running well and also Rajiskova now coming on strong late on. But Femke Bol over that final hurdle. Rajiskova closing all the time, but Femke Bol will hold on. 54.35 for Femke Bol. She was able to win in uh, FBK in 50.11. Now, I said to you, I remember saying like, wow, this is crazy that these these athletes do a lot of running and they're going to different countries. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, that's... Within a day, within days. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Jason, here's the thing. We live in North America and unfortunately, uh, you know, it, it takes, a, you know, days and, and, and days at a time to travel from from two countries. <laughs> My God, from to go from here to, like, to, to go from Toronto to, to, to Vancouver is a six-hour flight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and what's amazing about uh, the world of track and field and when you're in Europe, is that you literally can go an hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours, and you can travel, you know, in three, four, five, ten countries. <clears throat> and all of those countries That's are crazy. huge, at huge um, athletics or track and field, um, you know, th- there's meets being held in all of those countries. You know, so yeah, so you definitely can go back and forth. That's why it is that when I was competing, we used, I used to have a hub, whether or not that hub was in Cologne, Germany, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we're in Monaco for a while. And, 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 and so I'd go, I'd go to Europe for three, four weeks at a time. And then you can literally get, you know, six, eight, uh, 10 competitions in, in, in that period of time, because you can certainly fly to a small competition if it pops up, uh, or you can go to all the big competitions. So yeah, uh, the, the, the fact that Femke can go from one to the other, absolutely normal stuff. 
uh, a lot of these athletes, um, when you go there and you base yourself for a while, you certainly can get some good competitions in before you come back to North America. And she's doing flat. She's doing hurdles. It's just, yeah, no, she, she's well, amazing. Well, it's the time to do it. I mean, if yeah. Sydney McLaughlin can do it, why can't she? Dude, that's Ooh. the competition there. That's what we're waiting for. Femke versus we're gonna get Muhammad it. versus McLaughlin. Man, listen, I, yeah, that's good stuff. We are going to get it. Um, we should mention as well, in terms of the 100 on the guy side, Reed Prescott was able to win over Johan Blake. And, and again, Johan Blake, another one of those runners, competed in you know other places and just, just keeps on moving. Well, well, I mean, a couple of things. Johan is probably on his, on his, on his retirement tour. Mm-hmm. So I, I, know that the, Fair enough. The, I know that the greatest year that I had in track and field, the, the most fun, not the greatest, the most fun year I had in track and field was my retirement year. I never ran... I mean, I ran 10.1 was my fastest time. 10.11 to be exact. But that entire year, I went everywhere. And I went to a lot of the small competitions that really loved and appreciated. I mean, that's what Johan is doing. On, on, on the winner's side, Reese Prescott, another guy like Zarnell Hughes. Reese is a like, British kid. Huge things um, are expected of him. Uh, went sub-10 for the first time this year. Uh, I'm hoping that he's rounding uh, into shape. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting some. There's a, another kid, um, uh, um, OJ Adubaran. Uh, I expect that he's going to do some some good work also. So because the Brits got to bring it, World Championships coming. It's going to be in Europe, you know. So so uh, again, all the kids that that compete in Europe and compete in the European Championships, it's almost like they're protect they're protecting, you know, it's home territory, Europe. Is 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 home territory. Uh, a lot of these kids, like someone like Reese, uh, his entire family, I'm sure, is going to fly to to Budapest uh, to come and watch him compete. So, running sub ten this at this time is 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 great. Looks like he's rounding into shape, and uh, you know, again, let's uh, let's see what uh, what he and the rest of the Brit, the rest of the kids from Britain, are bringing over the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the big show. Daryl Nita completing the GBR. 100 sweep because she was able to win on the lady side. Yeah, they're, listen, they're another, another, another star, another star. And, and, um, you know, again, as long as these, as long as they stay healthy, uh, then the good things are, good things are about to happen. I'm looking forward to the trials and then, of course, Budapest. But Daryl, Daryl certainly is going to be one of the sprinters representing. I mean, the, 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 unlike America or, or, um, you know, or Jamaica or one of these other places, uh, they're, Daryl is, is one of those athletes. Her and Dina are definitely going to be representing uh, the UK in uh, in the one and the two. Continental Tour action over in Poland. Natalu able to win. Uh, 10-8-2 was the time there. So, nice. Yeah, you know, just it's worth, it's worth noting. Just so much action all over the place. Right. Well, I mean, again, it, it, it's you're, you're, you're now in Europe for three weeks, four weeks. Uh, you certainly can get in a plane and, and, and fly wherever. It takes an hour. Takes two hours. You land, uh, flush out the legs, get a massage, uh, you know, put some change in your pocket, uh, drop a time, uh, get back on the plane again. It's kind of like the traveling circus. All right, I, I'm just not good enough for that circus, uh, <laughs> apparently. But I, I could Correct. try. Yeah. Um, now I know the last time we spoke, this meeting at Montreuil didn't actually take place, so we can mention it now. Uh, Marvin Bracy. Back then, I say back then because this was like, I think, last Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, right. the 31st. Uh, he was able to win 
the 100 and uh, go sub 10, 993. Like I said, man, Marvin Bracey is probably one of the most talented sprinters out there. I mean, he's just got to put it together. I mean, he's got some, he, I know that he has some, some great time within him. Um, and also some gold medals. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, the running, I won, it was an easy race. Mm-hmm. Running 93, uh, decent weather. Uh, you know, I, I expect that he's going to do some things. Uh, as I said to you, Jason, he was that close to, to being the world champion. Maybe that's that's weighing on his brain. Hopefully it motivates him knowing that the world championships here is is here yet again. And he has got a chance to go to trials, put himself in a position, get back to the finals of the world championships and redeem himself if he so chooses. And as a footnote, um, good sis. We'll, we'll wrap things up there. Uh, Austria, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Canadian, uh, not the Canadian you're thinking of though, winning <laughs> the decathlon. It was Pierce Lepage, Lepage, if you will, um, mm-hmm. able to get it done over Damien Warner, but don't forget that was Warner's first time back, right? Well, dude, here's the thing. Are we going to complain about two Canadians no. going going one, two? Yeah. Right? I'm just saying to you that uh, Pierce Lepage is, is, is uh, one of the, the new young stars in this country that we have to recognize. I mean, Damian Warner also is someone that we got to continue to recognize uh, because he, he's he, – Damian Warner is, is, is the best athlete – on the planet, people, and then you have our young, our young Pierce, is the next great athlete in the world. So again, uh, congrats to both of them, man, and you know, continue to do what you do. We made it. We made it all the way through a ton of action to cover. But wait, we're not done. This man still has to run that anchor leg. part of the show where we get to blitz this guy yes oh god i don't know what you have for me man we get to blitz you first up (laughs) we are now down to a best of five in the nba finals Mm. i'm surprised i said maybe one miami will win maybe this is the one but uh one one going back to sunrise uh, does miami actually have a chance to do this yeah i think i might have put my foot in my mouth last week when i said that we were it was going to be a sweep um you know what uh, kudos uh, to Jimmy Buckets and his, his band of bandits, man. These guys, are, you know, they humbled Denver in the second game, right? I mean, the, 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 you know, the, here's the thing. Denver's a better team. I'm just I'm, I'm letting, that, letting that be known. Uh, Murray's spectacular. Jokic is, is one of the best big men in basketball. Um, yeah, but, man, they, 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 the, game was, the game was great. Um, they, certainly, it's not going to be a sweep. Uh, I still think that Denver is going to win. But again, Miami is playing with reckless abandonment and good on them because they have already won. The fact that they have made it to the NBA championships means that they've already won. They've already won, they've already won this year, right? Like nothing, nothing can go wrong now. If they lose the next three games by 50, it's completely irrelevant. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the game. So, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question, but <laughs> whatever. Need your pitch predictions. Hopefully uh, better than last week because uh, you said Roma and you forced me onto Sevilla and Sevilla won uh, 4-1 in penalties over Roma to win the Europa League title. Now we're talking Champions League. You're going Man City or Inter? 
Uh, Man City. Fair enough. Jamaican Premier League final comes up as well this week, and you got Mount Pleasant, coached by Mr. Theodore, who used to be the, the national, uh, oh, Whitmore, sorry, um, coach. But now he's with Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant taking on Cavalier. So who are you going, Cavalier or Mount Pleasant? Are you asking me Everybody stuff? around Jamaica is listening to Are you know? asking me? Oh, Jesus. Um, Jamaican Premier League. You're going okay. Mount Pleasant or Cavalier? Cavalier. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I love putting this guy on the spot. I don't know. I absolutely love it. I have no idea. Breaking news earlier this morning, you and I both talking about the fact that the uh, unthinkable is about to happen. At least I thought it was unthinkable. PGA Tour and Live Golf are combining under one umbrella. No. What what have I said the whole time, Jason? What have I said the whole time? Yes, you have been saying it. I am saying this, and and I'll say it to everyone. Okay. Golf is run by the smartest business people in the world. And one of the things that I love about the the PGA, or golf for that matter, is that they spend a lot of their time on the product, and they also spend a lot of time to ensure that every single person that plays the game, as long as you make it in, you're going to be financially comfortable. So when another um, league shows up, and it's backed by hundreds of trillions of dollars. Those smart people are going to get in the room and they're going to figure out how it is that they can make bread together. And so I saw this coming 100 miles away, man, and, and, and good on them. I think, it's, I think it's great for the game. I think it's great for you know, the financial well-being of all the players, for all the people involved. Uh, and I'm hoping someday that something like, like track and field will at least adapt the business model of this where you know the top 20 top 15 top 20 athletes in the world are making a dough that they can retire from two more ufc 289 hits the left coast in canada this weekend on saturday inside rogers arena vancouver british columbia you got nunez taking on aldana who do you got oh nunez for sure yeah she's a beast yeah, nunez for sure i mean I yeah for sure Aldana could make this interesting, though. That's all I got to say. Nunes, for sure. All right. Oh, we started talking track and field because, obviously, that's what we do, and we're going to wrap by talking track and field, saluting one of the best ever. In fact, uh, U.S. sprinter Jimmy Hines, back back in the day, was the first to go sub-10 in the 100 meters. Yeah, you know what? Recently Uh, lost him at the age of 76. My condolence uh, uh, to the Hines family. I got to meet him uh, many times, uh, and... You know, again, um, a trailblazer, pioneer in our sport, uh, one of the fastest human beings, world record holder for 15 years, broken, I, I think, by Calvin Smith. Yes. Calvin Smith also. Uh, I have huge respect for Calvin Smith, uh, which is probably one of the guys that not enough people talk about. But mm-hmm. uh, it really is about uh, Jim Hines. Jim Hines, again, one of the fastest men in the world. Um, this guy deserves a state funeral. Uh, for his contribution uh, to athletics, for his contribution to America, uh, for his contributions uh, to our sport, for for just being a really all-around good guy, and, and certainly, um, you know, again, my condolences to him and his family, and 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 good guy. I mean, person that I met, and and um, yeah, I had a lot of time for you know. So rest in power, rest in power, Mister Hines. Just let that resonate for a little bit. So in 1968, right? 1968. Eight, yeah, in Mexico City, nine, right? nine, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then he held that record for fifteen years until Calvin Smith broke it, nine, nine, three, right. in nineteen eighty-three, right? 
That's 40 years ago. Yeah. But and I, we're still going 993, 994 right now. Well, the, well I mean, the, 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 th- unbelievable. the threshold, the threshold for great, uh, for good to great is still 10 seconds regardless. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Jason, you and I have had, we've had, we've had conversations about technology. Imagine the shoe that this exactly. guy was running. Imagine yes. the shoe that this man was running in. No in, spikes. In, in Mexico City. Well, I mean, it is. This is a nail. It's, a, it's, it's literally a piece of leather wow. with glued on nails on the bottom. And, and a, lot of these, a lot of these tracks were, were just asphalt, which simply means that it's just soft concrete. And I'm saying to you that, 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 that putting that kind of time down at that, at, 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 you know, in those times is amazing. I don't like to compare generations of athletes and, and because I don't think there's a need to, but you have to really look at the kind of times because the clock don't lie, right? And yeah. the kind of times that this guy was putting in in 1968. In you know, mind you, albeit at altitude, but it's still sub ten. Forty five minutes of fun <clears throat> facts and a little fabulous a courtesy of this guy what? to my right. As always, we thank you for the company as that puts another wrap on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. I am Jason Portwondo. The living legend will lead you out this way. And until next week, peace out and be safe.